the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. Together for Good exists to recognize and uplift the many people working together for the good of San Antonio and the surrounding communities. Now here's the host of Together for Good, Cody Knowlton. Well, hello, and welcome back to Together for Good. This show is being brought to you by the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio as a part of our mission to honor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our Baptist heritage by encouraging and funding health-related programs at area nonprofits and churches. Through Together for Good, we connect our audience to the great work these organizations do in our community. Well, we've talked with previous guests about the troubling data that's been collected about American children's mental health. And we've talked about many of the different programs nonprofit organizations offer in response, including counseling, mentoring, physical activity, and peer support. However, some studies suggest that an iconic American tradition can also be extremely beneficial to kids' well-being, and that being summer camp. Well, today, our guest is fresh from summer camp in beautiful Medina, Texas. Uh, Thomas Sanders is here with us today, and he is the operations director and founder, I guess, as well, uh, one of the founders at Deer Creek Camp. And uh, after concluding a seven-year professional basketball career in multiple European countries, Thomas started and ran a small business in Houston for eight years before moving to Deer Creek in 2021. Thomas and his wife, Kayla, have five small children and are passionate about seeing Christ-like change in all campers that come to Deer Creek. So, Thomas, welcome. Thanks for making the trek over here. Medina is not just right next door to San Antonio, so appreciate your time to be on our show today to talk about Deer Creek Camp. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's about an hour 15. Oh, wow. But I make this drive <laughs> weekly, so I know it well, and well, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, awesome. So let's just start off here. What makes camp so important to children? I mean, we've been sending kids to camp for decades. What, what is it about camp? Well, I, I think it's the opportunity to unplug. Uh, I think you get the opportunity in a unique space. Uh, how many other times in a child's life are they separated from distractions, from cars, from technology for a week at a time at that age? It's unique. And so with that, you break down barriers and walls that exist in society and culture. And then we get them out there. You have the opportunity to, okay, now you have to rely on each other, not on technology, not on television, not even sometimes the comforts of their own zones, but actually we can pull the way, add in fun, add in adventure, add in sports, but ultimately add in the gospel, which is what our heartbeat's about. And so, you know, I think the reason for, for over the decades is the same stuff. It's like you get a child out of their space and you get to create an environment where they can say, hey, I can be myself without the peer pressure of the world. And then that gives us the opportunity to say, hey, man, let's get in the Bible. Let's show you what Jesus says about the outdoors. Let's see what Jesus says about this adventure with him. Mm. Well, I've been out to your camp, and it is beautiful and a, a great place to go to. So what can campers expect from your different camps? So our mission statement is inspire Christ-like change using sports, outdoor adventure, and biblical truth. 
And so we, we offer a variety of different camps. Our main camp is called Epic. That's ages 7 to 17. So campers come from a variety of backgrounds. I know that camping these days takes a lot of different looks. Some are, are groups that attend. Some are uh, schools that send their entire organizations. Ours are individual resident camps. So if you're a mom or a dad who has one, two, three kids, you sign them up individually. And so what we do at Deer Creek is we spend a lot of time vetting, interviewing our summer staff. We have a statement of faith they sign. We say, hey, look, you're going to be that child's mentor for this week. And it's a big, big deal. We don't take it lightly. And so with that, they're going to help facilitate the program that we build, the teachings that we help instill. And we're really wanting that mentorship to look like a biblical model for discipleship. And so if that counselor can be that to that camper, that's what we're looking for. And so Epic Camp is one of them. We also have a high school camp called SALT. Uh, serving, adventuring, leading, thriving, SALT's an acronym. And that's a leadership camp for our high school campers. And so that is an intentional program. Uh, my brother Jesse runs that program. He spends countless hours in the summer with those high school campers, and, and he pours in. And then our last camp is a basketball camp. Uh, we call it The Rock. Our background sports, as you mentioned, um, last year we brought in 77 high school boys and then another 45 middle school boys and the girls camp came together. So we had 111 kids in our basketball camp. And that is a tool, basketball, that we use to kind of break down some walls and barriers. And then we get those kids in and ultimately we share the gospel with them. And so if we can combine those three elements, we feel that is a success. Tell us, our listeners, about your location in Medina and why Medina. Well, Medina's because that's what was available when we started looking. As a family, we've been praying about running a ministry together. Deer Creek is ran by three brothers, a sister, and all of our family. So between us, there's I have five, but I'm actually the medium to smaller size families at Deer Creek. We have 21 children at Deer Creek. Uh, and of our own. And so when we started like praying really in specifically, Lord, what do you want us to do with our backgrounds? What do you want us to do with uh, with sports and this idea for ministry? And Deer Creek kind of became available in 2021. And we started praying and pressing into it. And so, you know, as much as we chose Medina, I think Medina kind of chose us. It was this thing, ultimately God does, we, we lines those steps. But we felt really, really passionate that there's a beautiful small town in the Texas Hill Country surrounded by hills on a half-mile Medina River uh, with 180 acres. And it's like, man, the scene is set, right? God's creation is evident. The land is beautiful. The infrastructure was there to run this summer camp. And we feel like this is the perfect setting to kind of touch kids' hearts to God's heart. And so, man, our prayer all along has just been, can we just use this facility to honor him through what we're doing as a family? So, Thomas, how does the natural setting of Deer Creek Camp maximize the spiritual growth of the campers? Scripture says the heavens declare the glory of God and the skies the work of his hands. And so often in the cities, in neighborhoods with these campers and where I come from, you don't get to quite understand what that looks like. Mm. And so we spend two of our six nights at camp out under the stars, and we talk about that like, man, this is God's creation. If I think you can pull a camper or a child back to who the creator is and where it started, you've set the stage to share the gospel with them. And so we talk it often, like, look at the nature, look at the skies, look at the stars. This is your creator. This is the universe. This is how God intended. This is how Adam walked in the garden with God way back in the beginning. So I I think it's the perfect scene using nature, using the creation to kind of, man, touch the hearts of kids where that has been pulled away in our recent 
technology era, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. You touched on it just a minute ago, but I want to dig down a little bit further about the camp and this family-run endeavor you're doing. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can. So uh, I'm one of six children. Uh, Tom and Nancy Sanders, four of us are at Deer Creek, the youngest three being myself. I'm operations director. I handle marketing of the camp uh, in the off-season and then the retreats in the off-season. And then during the summer, I do a lot of the speaking in the program. Jesse, who I mentioned earlier, deals with the high school campers. That SALT program is kind of his main point during the summer. and the off-season, he handles development and fundraising. Mm-hmm. My youngest brother, John Caleb, he has a background in construction, mm-hmm. so he does facilities, uh, maintenance, and we are always building. Since we've been there, we've not had a building project not going on, so he stays quite busy. And then my brother-in-law, Steve, was a camp director in the Northeast for 20 years, so he operates as a summer camp director and kind of helps us financial oversight. And so... We have tried to take our perspective backgrounds and areas that we would have some skill and then align them to what the needs of Deer Creek has. Um, It is not a perfect science, (laughs) but uh, we're a work in progress, but God's been good, and I think it's very fulfilling, and and we've seen a lot of growth since we've taken over. So praise God. Man, that is awesome. Well, rewind the tape a little bit. Do you think the childhood experiences of your campers are different from your own? Uh, I mean, in other words, what do you think is different for Gen Z and Generation Alpha? Uh, yeah, there, it's definitely different. Um, I think the biggest thing would be Internet and social media. Uh, we, we've seen uh, recent studies from the 3CA, which is Christian Camping Conference of America, shows that 84% of kids who profess Christianity make that decision between 8 and 14 years old. And so, man, we see this as an integral time to grab these kids' hearts. And right now, whereas where it looked different for me was certainly we had distractions and and things at our age. But, man, the height of the peer pressure and what social media has done and what kids think they have to look like or behave like or or be like has just, I guess, infatuated that. So the first two days of camp sometimes we're we're almost dealing with, like, withdrawals, right? Right. As kids are coming in being like, I don't have this device and this. And so I didn't have that growing up. That wasn't my reality. So I think that creates a challenge. It also creates an opportunity because now we've opened up. There's margin in their life they didn't have before while with us. And so if we use that and, and shepherd that well, it gives us an opportunity to speak in those campers, and those children's lives that we might not have had 20 years ago. I know it's easy to take the negative. We try to turn that into a positive because now we've got their attention maybe even more than I would have 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's a challenge. Uh, Folks, you're listening to Together for Good. As a reminder, this show is being brought to you by the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. I'm Cody Knowlton, your host, and uh, we're joined today by Thomas Sanders, who's the operations director at Deer Creek Camp, located over in Medina. And uh, we're talking about the mental and spiritual benefits kids can get from spending some time at camp uh, in the summer. Uh, so, Thomas, how do you help children continue to develop their relationship with Christ after they leave the camp? We believe we are a discipleship camp. We are passionate about that. I grew up in a household. My dad discipled myself, my brothers, and then my friends who were willing and wanting to do that. So what that looks like for us is uh, 
as soon as we got there, we've always gone through discipleship materials, Bible, sometimes manuals that are written by other Christian authors. And so this, specifically this summer, we started in May of him leading myself and my brothers through this manual, 25-week manual. Uh, when we started counselor training, we then started this process of discipling our counselors. So each of the four families took eight or nine of our counselors with us and started leading them through this discipleship manual. So that gets us to 16, 17 weeks through the end of the summer. Well, then what ends up happening is we offer it to every camper who came to Deer Creek Camp the opportunity to then be discipled by those counselors who are walking underneath us. Mm-hmm. Like now we're looking to the third fold on this. And so right now we have active discipleship groups that are meeting every Sunday evening. Uh, I lead one with one of our counselors. Jesse leads one with one of our counselors. And we have several of our high school girls who are also leading high school girls through the same material. And so our hope and our prayer is that for that camper who may not have a faith community or church that they're tied into, Deer Creek, maybe they're familiar enough with us or feel comfortable enough with Deer Creek. They came out there, but they may not be tied in their church or don't have that in their community. And Deer Creek can say, you know what? We want to push you through discipleship closer to the gospel. And so we're meeting weekly for the next 25 weeks, kind of guiding these campers do it as my dad continues to shepherd us and we shepherd our counselors and our counselors down to our campers. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, as one can imagine, going to camp is not cheap. I mean, you know, it does take funds to make these kind of things happen. So it's it's not uh, completely affordable for everybody, but uh, y'all have opportunities to help families out. So talk about how y'all have done that. So we took over the operation of Deer Creek Camp in 2021. Uh, there was an existing model there, and within 12 months, we had, when everything was prices surging during this post-COVID era, we chose to reduce the, our cost of camp 15%, kind of counterintuitive what other camps were doing. We knocked off 15% off of our tuition. Um, in addition, we really wanted to bring more children, more campers into our gates. And so we started reaching out, trying to get help to, to offset some of these costs of camps, one of which, as you know, is Baptist Health, who played a huge role in allowing us to bring in 162 kids into Deer Creek this summer on either partial or full scholarships mm-hmm. so they can hear the gospel of Christ, experience the outdoor adventure. And so, uh, yeah, it's partnerships with ministries, with foundations, with, with individuals who believe in what Deer Creek is trying to do for the next generation, for the hearts of these kids tying to the gospel. And so we're going to try and continue to try to keep costs as low as possible. That is our mission. That's our goal. And we're super grateful for individuals and foundations and organizations that help support us in that. Yeah, good deal. What is the most important thing you think kids hear at Deer Creek? I mean, what do they walk away with? Oh, I hope that Jesus Christ loves them. He mm-hmm. died for them and he wants a relationship with them. Um, we can sit there and bounce balls and play sports, and we can send them down the zip line, and we can let them canoe the river and all of that, and we hope they have an amazing time. I think all of those are tools that break down the barriers that allow us to get to the kid's heart. But if they don't leave knowing that, hey, you know what, Jesus loves you and wants a relationship with you, we have not done our job. Yeah. And so we try to hit that in the morning during our jumpstart rally. We do praise and worship. We give a short devo. They hit it again with their cabin in the afternoon, and then we do it again in that evening at our night session. And uh, we try to make it engaging, creative, entertaining. And then quite frankly, the gospel does the rest, right? So that's what we want them to leave knowing. Mm-hmm. Thomas, how do y'all create a sense of community among the campers? Because obviously there's some kids that want to be there, and there's some kids that mom and dad forced them to go, so maybe they're just trying to get through the week. So how do you, how do you build that community with everybody? Well, I think we rely heavily on our summer staff. Uh, 
We understand that kids come in with different backgrounds. Um, and, you know, really, we, we touched on it earlier, but the hardest dynamic that we see now is the removal of their of the device. Mm. And so that's typically most kids are, are pretty receptive to coming to summer camp. But with that, it's, it's more that, hey, can you get behind that you're not going to have your phone or your device for this amount of time? And so we spend a lot of time in our staff training talking about, hey, here are methods and here are ideas of how to engage that camper who may not be. Find out what their interests are. So during our free time activities, hey, some kid may want to go to the swimming pool. The next child may want to go down the water slide and, and go with them, engage with them, build a relationship because we believe a relationship is going to trump a device every single day of the week mm. if they will put the effort in. So I would say most of that happens with our summer staff, with our college-age counselors who are engaging with our campers. And by and large, they do an amazing job. Yeah, awesome. So parents obviously can't come to the camp. What do you want them to know about your camper's experience? I want them to know that their child is going to be loved. I want them to know their child is going to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want them to know that their child is in a safe place. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a father of five, as an uncle to 16 others on our campground, that child's safety and that, that child knowing that they're loved and they have a place at Deer Creek is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Each child has different interests. Each child has different skills and backgrounds, and God created them that way. And, like, we embrace that. And um, as with my own children, some of mine are more skilled in this area than others, and God's gifted them differently, and it's unique. And so I want that parent to know, man, come out, be who they are, be what God designed them to be. We're doing our absolute best to take away all the peer pressure, all the social pressure, and just get it back to, man, this is a simplicity. Come to me like a child, right? And that's it's like we love that. Let the kid be a kid and come out here and just have fun. And in that, they're going to hear a lot of what Jesus has to say about them. Yeah. Is it fair to say that parents need to be told that the food is really good at this camp? The food is good. So my <laughs> that's actually one thing that we uh, we changed over when we got there. Um, we no longer do uh, anything for freezer foods or powder foods. So all the eggs are real. All the meat is or, uh, not organic, but it's natural. Mm. Uh, and so we took a lot of time reworking our menu, both for our rental groups in the off season, but also for our summer camp. So they're eating 18 meals with us. And so when we do feedback at the end, we get some analysis from our camp families. And uh, the food typically goes, you know, nine out of 10 or nine and a half. So I wow. think uh, Alma, who's our <laughs> chef, has been there 26 years. Wow. wow. So uh, awesome. she. She outdates us or predates us, and she does an amazing job. Yeah. Wow. Well, do you have a story you'd like to share about a, a camper whose life was changed? Yeah, I'm going to not name his name, if that's okay. Sure. Um, uh, but uh, there was a boy in our basketball camp. Our first year we started, uh, we call it the Rock Basketball Camp, and our idea was, hey, can we get 35 kids to come out here to Deer Creek? Because no one's ever heard of this. You go to basketball camps at, at universities at Rice or UT or A&M, and as a basketball player growing up, I've been to all those. And the challenge is that, yeah, the basketball is good and the coaching is good, but the environment out of the sports gym is a really, really rough scene, particularly mm-hmm. for a Christian family, as you can imagine. So we wanted this idea of partnering, man, good basketball teaching, outdoor adventure, using the facilities that we have at Deer Creek, and biblical truth. Mm-hmm. So can we tie these three things together? Let's get 35 kids. So the first year, 77 showed up. Wow. So we're partnering with the local high school at this point to try to use the gym space. 
And so it was like, well, let's get in the gym. Let's start working with the kids. And there was one little boy. Uh, he was 13 at the time, and he was kind of one of the ones who was a little more difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. And, man, as they, over the course of the week, his attitude started changing. We started seeing receptive uh, to what we were teaching in the gym, and it started carrying over to, to the night sessions. He started, I'd see him praise and worship in the evening. And then by the end of the week, we do a gospel presentation on our last night, which is Friday night, and the kid's weeping. And, he, and he's embracing Jesse, and he basically comes up in his ear and says, you know, I, I don't want this night to end, and I want my friends to know what I now know. He accepted Christ that night. Mm. And it was just one of those moments like, man, what we're doing here has kingdom impact, and that's a win, a huge, huge win for us. And I could give you story after story. That one was just fresh off my mind. And then uh, I'll go full circle. He came back and uh, wanted to get baptized a year later, and none other. He wanted to come back to Deer Creek Camp yeah, to get yeah. baptized. And so it, he didn't want to go in the church. He wanted to come back to these mm-hmm. grounds. And so um, to me, that's a huge God win, and that's something that we could just play a small part in. Well, and it happens every day there. And and sometimes you know, and sometimes you don't know. You don't know. So that's right. That you're just being faithful to the, to, to the call. So Deer Creek isn't just for children. Tell us about your other retreats that you all do. So in the off season, which I say off season because it seems odd because summer is, you know, June, July and part of August. And we partner with uh, schools and churches and other ministries in the San Antonio and Austin areas to bring in their students and their groups. So it's a real blessing. Our first year we had seven retreats. Last year we had 22. And I think this year we're on track for 37 oh my goodness. Uh, off-season retreats. And so uh, church and schools all from the San Antonio area that you would know bring out men's groups. They bring out youth groups, children's groups, you name it. Uh, we are a host facility. So we're at that point partnering with them. Mm-hmm. And our goal as a hospitality business is, hey, you guys are, you are in the trenches with these students and these people right now. Can we facilitate an amazing week by a beautiful accommodations? We can sleep 260 people mm-hmm. on the grounds of Deer Creek Camp. There's 180 acres you can enjoy. Uh, you have a meeting space that we've recently renovated, so it can seat also 260 people, uh, and we provide really good food. And then so we set the stage for that ministry to throw an amazing retreat to have impact in these people's lives from their church. And then going beyond that, I'm in the process, and it's, it's already working, of building relationships with churches, particularly youth groups, who are in different areas and parts of the state, that when I have campers who've made a decision, a recommitment to Jesus, I can then send that child back to that church and say, hey, look, this camper has made a decision. He's made a, a, a something has happened on his life, and I need someone to help foster that in a regular basis. So this church partnership that we formed with whatever organization in the hometown would be a great fit for a camper, mm-hmm. whoever. And so, man, I see this two parts. Yes, facilitating what they're doing, but then they can also help us as we have campers who come out for their week or two weeks. And then we can say, man, take them back and go and grow their faith and partner them with the gospel. And I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Thomas, how can the community support your work? I mean, give us a website or tell us the things that uh, the community can help you with. Yeah, good question. Uh, Start with prayer. Okay. Um, Pray for us. Uh, Pray for God's wisdom. We seek that daily. We pray daily. Uh, God brought us out here from Houston to run this as a family, but uh, we need help. Um, two, if, if, if so inclined, give. Uh, we are in the middle of a capital campaign right now. We're about 40% through on phase one. We're building or purposing to build a multi-purpose center of which we'll have a gym in it. They'll help facilitate the rock. But with that, also help be a better facility for some of these large church groups that come in. And so we're calling that building the summit. And we're in the middle of that campaign right now. You can call or go to our website. It's www.deercreekcamp.com. 
and I would say pray, give. And then the last thing, if people want to serve, we have an opportunity. We host uh, work days periodically. If you want to come out and just see what Deer Creek is about, kind of what those days typically look like would be uh, a work project from 10 to 1, for example. And then we try to do a barbecue and a swimming party and let people just come see and meet us and see what God's doing. And it is an open door. So mm-hmm. I tell people, come and just see uh, see what God's doing, to see if your heart aligns. Uh, some of the abilities that we've had to renovate spaces, to improve facilities have come on the heels of volunteers have a skill set in sound or in construction mm-hmm. or in lighting, and they just keep giving. And so now the facility looks wildly different than it did two years ago yeah. from people who just keep giving of their backgrounds. And we just kind of keep hands open and say, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. And may we be good stewards of the resources that you've entrusted us with and these backgrounds of these amazing people. Yeah. Okay, so that's DeerCreekCamp.com. You got it. Uh, and certainly be praying for Deer Creek Camp. Uh, giving is always needed, uh, serving, and then obviously participating. So if you want to participate in a camp or get your church involved, that kind of thing, then Deer Creek Camp is a good place to go to. So call us quickly. The weekends are filling. So if you want a retreat, uh, we're, we're booking out for 2024 at this point. Wow, so that's awesome. that's a uh, answered prayer. But if you're interested, yeah, uh, you'll get me on the phone. I'd love to hear about your ministry, what you're doing. Mm. Uh, but call because it's, it's praise God, it's filling up. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'd like to pray f- with you before we depart today, Thomas. Thank you for all y'all do out in Medina and uh, Baptist Health Foundation is honored to be alongside you in this journey and um, just look forward to many more brighter days ahead. Thank you. So let me pray. Dear Lord, we love you and thank you for the day. Thank you for Deer Creek Camp, uh, for giving the Sanders families the vision and the calling to, to come over from Houston and to pour themselves into this camp. We're so grateful for these these families and these these gentlemen. And Lord, we just pray for the camp uh, as it's September and uh, things have slowed down a little bit from the summer uh, rush. And that I just pray you'd give them time for, for respite, but also time to be thinking and planning and uh, having other groups come in to uh, sustain what they're doing going forward. So we pray for them, pray for the campers uh, that need to start signing up and volunteers that need to come alongside and giving that needs to happen. We just we just put this entire organization in your hands as it already is, but we just pray you would just strengthen them and do everything possible to just make this organization do more for you than it ever could before. So we just lift up Thomas. We're grateful for him, thankful for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Thomas, thanks for coming in today. We're grateful uh, for you, and we enjoyed learning more about Deer Creek Camp and uh, the great work that's going on there to bring kids closer to Christ. And we'd also like to thank our listeners. We hope you've been encouraged by the work being done in our community to improve the lives of our neighbors. As always, you can catch our episodes anywhere you get your podcast or by visiting Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio's website, bhfsa.org forward slash together for good. We will be back next week with another great conversation about health matters and the work of our nonprofits in our area. God bless you and take care. Thank you for tuning in today for Together for Good. We hope you've been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. Until our next time together, may the Lord bless and keep you. And in all things, to God be the glory. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.